listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Temptation by Laura W. on fanfiction.net She watched them tumble out of the little stone church holographic men and women in their Sunday best, blinking in the sudden daylight. She'd missed Mass again, privately formulating a chagrined explanation, although, in truth, she wasn't too chagrined to have missed the EMH's latest homily on the virtues of temperance. Catherine stepped aside to let the people pass. She recognized many of the characters from her encounters in the shops and streets of Fairhaven. Michael Sullivan wasn't among them, but she was surprised to see so many of her own crew. She had assumed most of her comrades were as weary of the doc's lectures as she. And yet, there they were, Mike Ayala chuckling with Sam Wildman, Chell and Char sharing a grin, the Delaney sisters, who stopped in the double doorway at the sight of their captain, then scurried away amid gales of laughter. Catherine smoothed down the front of her dress. What was wrong? What could have possibly been so humorous about today's mass? And why was it doubly funny every time one of her crew caught sight of their commanding officer? She was just about to grab a passing hologram and ask when the church door opened one last time, and the last person Catherine had ever expected to see in this program emerged. Chicote, dressed in the EMH's clerical costume, shading his eyes from the bright holographic sun. Chicote. She gasped. He turned and gave her a sheepish smile. That's Father Chicote to you, Miss O'Claire. Catherine hiked up her skirts to keep them out of the dust and headed his way, just as he began to descend the stone steps. What are you doing here? Chicote shrugged. The doc had an emergency and couldn't make it. He didn't want to upset the townspeople by canceling mass outright, so... He spreads his hands to indicate his state of dress. He called in the next best thing. Next best thing? Her first officer rubbed his chin thoughtfully. Well, I think his reasoning was that I've been serving as the ship's unofficial counselor for years, so I could step in seamlessly. I said the mass, and before that I even heard confessions. Really? He nodded. Hear anything good? Chicote laughed. From the townspeople? No, just a lot of taking the Lord's name in vain and some coveting. Coveting? Cows, drink, the neighbor's daughter. Ouch. That's nothing, though. Word got around that I was in the confessional, so then the crew started coming in. I think they were trying to get me to break character. Good thing you have such a good poker face. Megan Delaney gave me a run for my rations, though. When Catherine raised her eyebrows at him in silent question, he shook his head at her. There is some serious coveting going on in the lower decks. Mike Ayala needs to watch himself. Oh? Let's just say Megan practically waxed poetic about someone tall, dark, and handsome with, what was the phrase? Dimples from the devil himself? Catherine gave him a sidelong glance. When he looked down at her with an innocent expression, she smiled to cover her disbelief at his charming obliviousness. Sounds like the doc picked the right man for the job, she said. 
Honestly, I think he was just trying to get me to visit the program. You hadn't? Chicote shook his head. No, not for more than a few minutes. You don't like the holodeck, do you? When he didn't answer, she pressed again. Why? Suddenly serious, Chicote stared off into the distance for a long moment. Let's take a walk, he said, and offered her his arm. They strolled along the lane in silence for a time. Catherine burned with curiosity, but refrained from asking him further questions. He'd tell her in his own time. She was certain. He didn't disappoint her. Pulling her arm closer to his side, he said, I was very young when I started at the academy, barely 16. I didn't have any friends, and because of where I grew up, it was hard for me to make friends. I was contrary, and he gave his head a small shake. Backwards, really. I'd never seen so many of the things that people like you take for granted. When she started to protest, he stroked her fingers with his in the crook of his arm. That's not a criticism, just an observation. I knew about replicators and transporters, but I didn't really have much experience with them. They were a marvel to me, especially the holodeck. How so? He smiled. I was a reader as a boy. You still are, if I'm not mistaken. True, but back then... Books were an escape for me. I could find out about the rest of the cultures of the Federation from their myths and stories. And suddenly I could play them out in the holodeck whenever I could spare time from my studies. I could ride with the Rohirrim. I could sail with Odysseus. I could fly with Valor and shapeshift with Takei. Catherine cocked her head to one side. And because you had trouble making friends, he nodded sadly. I spent more time in the holodeck than with, my class, than with my classmates. Those characters became my friends, and I could program them any way I wanted them. If I didn't like someone's attitude, I changed it. If I thought I could beat a character in battle, I changed him. He gave her a sheepish smile. And if a girl wasn't responding to my fumbling attempts to get to know her, Catherine felt her face redden. But earlier, you urged me. I know, and I was serious about that. You grew up with this technology. He waved a hand to take in the sky, the trees, the holographic characters they'd just left behind. Including, she knew, Michael Sullivan, wherever he was today. You can handle it. For me, though? He stopped in the shade of a tree and let go of her arm. Sometimes I come here to blow off a little steam. He gave her a sidelong glance. She nodded her understanding and acceptance. They were both adults and very far from home. But I never stay too long. It's too much of a temptation. She stared at him, speechless for a moment. None of this had been in his personnel file from Starfleet. Were you ever treated for hollow addiction? He laughed out loud. No, I've had my fair share of encounters, shall we say? but I would never let it get that far. With a sly grin, he tapped the cleric's collar he wore. Moderation in all things, my child. Catherine nodded. But that's why you usually stay out of the holodeck. Yes. He turned away from her and ran his fingers over the bark of the holographic tree. It's both too real for me and not nearly real enough. 
Catherine swallowed hard. And you want something real. He turned and gave her a sad smile. Yes, very much so. She stepped up beside him, almost too close. You could have something real here, she said softly. On the ship, your position doesn't forbid it. You know you could. She trusted him not to pretend that he didn't know what she was talking about. Maybe, he said, then gave his head a slow shake. But right now, I can't even imagine making that choice. Chakotay, she breathed, but had no idea how to end the thought. He smiled suddenly. Not today, he said. He offered her his arm again and adopted the most outrageously bad Irish broke she'd ever heard. Not when the loveliest lass in all Fairhaven has consented to take a walk with me. Shall we, Miss O'Glare? She made a show of fanning her face. Why, Father Chicote, it's a good thing you're a man of the cloth, or I'd be concerned you're going to lead me down the garden path. Ah, Miss O'Claire, you know you can trust me. Just ask that delightful Megan Delaney. Although I wonder if I might ask you something about her, Miss O'Claire. Catherine thumped him with her elbow and they headed down the dusty lane again. Ask away, father. I wonder, he mused, if you could tell me why she addressed me as, Father, what a waste. Catherine gasped. Then she looked up at him and caught his sly, knowing grin and laughed out loud. Dimples from the devil, indeed. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.